Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Shivas Regal. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleschik. Andy, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Watching the uh, PGA Championship all this weekend, and then, you know, enjoying uh, this week's weather. Here in Cincinnati. Hell yeah. Definitely better weather than they got there at the PGA Championship. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm with you there, man. I've been watching lots of golf, been playing lots of golf, uh, watching lots of basketball. Uh, we got the Preakness this weekend, lots of exciting stuff happening. So uh, without further ado, why don't we jump right on in and tell the folks out there everything they need to know, Andy, about Chivas Regal. Of course. So this is another um, uh, Scotch brand. It's a blended Scotch brand. Um they're founded in 1786 up in uh, Keith, Scotland, in the uh, Scottish Highlands. Uh, they're the oldest actually operating Highlands distillery um, in Scotland. And they were founded by both uh, James and John Chivas, um, and, uh, who followed the path of like many, of course, many early Scottish distillers, at least, um, from the late 1700s, early 1800s, uh, where... They actually uh, kind of started a lot of their operations on the retail side. Um, you know, set up a store where they would sit there and um, procure whiskeys, blend them, and then sell them out of the store under their name. And then, of course, they eventually ended up um, sitting there and starting up their own distillery in the early 1800s. Um, and, and of course, one of their big things beyond, that's just how they set it up, but one of the big things is early on, um, and kind of how they gained their name a little bit beyond their last name being Shivas, um, is they received several royal warrants to provide whiskey to the British royal family and other, um, British royalty. Nice. Like lords and ladies. Um, so that was kind of how they rose to prominence as a scotch um, was uh, in their own distillery name was doing that. Um, providing all that blended scotch to the British royalty and uh, other lords. Uh, and it wasn't until about 1857, so like 70 years after they had really started any operations in the retail or whiskey game. Um that they actually released a, their first whiskey under their name. Um, as she, I think, if I recall, as Shivas Regal. Um, as in 1857. Uh, and from that point on, they ended up uh, operating under their own name and releasing their own whiskey under it until the, about the 1910s um, when the brand was sold off just once the last of their uh, family had died and then just kind of sold it off to the Morrison and Lundy Whiskey hmm. Brothers in eight, 1930s, um, or the 1910s, and then it was sold off to the Morrison and Lundy Brothers in 1936. Um, and while it still retains the name throughout that history, um, you know, under the new ownership and everything, you know, they still continue the uh, same way um, and everything, 
same name, Chivas Regal, everything, um, until 2001 when they were sold to Pernod Ricard, um, the huge spirits conglomerate um, that sells a whole bunch of different other whiskeys and everything worldwide and other spirits brands and everything. Um, and they had, they had worked to, um, I think they, they either owned or had been made at the Milton distillery, um, around 1950. Uh, that's about when they had bought them. I think is when Chivas Regal had bought them. And part of the deal that Pernod Ricard had was, um, you know, they were going to take the, the Milton distillery there that the uh, Shivas brothers had bought in 1950, take that on as well, and continue their whiskey distilling, or distilling and blending there, um, as part of all the operations in 2001. Uh, and of course, a lot of their different products come through this. Um, you know, they have a 12-year, 13-year, 15-year, and 18-year, as well as a 25-year-old blended Scotch whiskeys. Um, they have a Mizanara oak cask finish um scotch as well as a uh, shivas the icon and shivas blend your own whiskey hmm. um and a shivas ultis so that's all the products they have uh we're trying the shivas regal 12 year old today um for reference i think that's the easiest one other than maybe a 13 or 15 year as far as i can find in the um cincinnati area that you should be able to find um but yeah, that's basically the history of the brand and everything. What is the uh, what's the the proofage on this one, and what's the what was the price point? Um, so for them, while it's a twelve year old blended Scotch, um, they actually uh, blend it to eighty proof, and I think I got it for around thirty thirty five bucks, hmm. if I remember. Gotcha. It's been a while since I got it. Okay. Why don't you pour us up a couple glasses here, and we'll, uh, we'll get yeah. down to the tasting. I'm ready to give this one a try. Of course, everyone out there, get yourself a glass of the, the 12-year-old as well, so you can join us in our tasting. Then we'll jump right on in. As always, with all of our tastings, we're going to start with the nose. So go ahead. Okay. Not too bad. I yeah. mean, it reminds me a lot of like most blended scotches, kind of like Johnny Walker's, just very like dark fruit forward, not super complex or anything. Yeah, reminds um, me of the of the black Johnny Walker, Walker Black a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's very sta- kind of a standard what I would expect from a blended scotch. Yeah, for sure. Cheers. Cheers. Definitely getting some of the peatiness. Yeah, like some you know, oak and peat note on it. Yeah, you know it's a scotch for sure. Yeah. Um, what are some other notes that you're picking up there? On the front of the palette, that's what really dominates. Kind of on the back of the palette, it kind of fades away quickly for me. There's not much there. Yeah. Um, it is a really quick finish. Yeah. Yeah, just being an 80. I think that's probably just a part of it being an 80 proof or it just like quickly kind of dies away. Yeah. Are you getting any kind of... Um, 
any kind of fruits or anything like that? Any floral? Any, like any other hints? Maybe a little bit of floral on the palate, but mostly it's that oak and peatiness for me. Yeah, I, I, a little peppery, but I'm with you. It's the it, it's mainly I'm getting the oak and the, and the peatiness. Absolutely. Well, all right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, listen to, share, and tell your friends about Distilled Discussions. Follow us on Instagram. We really, we really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry. We'll be here to drink with you next week.